Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time to groove with Groby with the all-time great and one of only two men to run for more than 1,700 yards and pass for more than 4,000 in their UA career. Finn takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5, his score. Touchdown. Quinn Groby showing the great athletic ability, did it. His way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst, Quinn Grovey. Groovin' with Grovey is brought to you by Petty Gene Meats, bringing you the best smoked meats for over four generations. Ask for Petty Gene Meats and taste the difference. I'd be like a guy who's in the infantry, West, and he'd be like, so how's that going for you? I love flying planes. Wait a minute, you're in the infantry. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not really into all that. I, I like to fly the planes, actually. Why didn't you join the Air Force? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like Top Gun being in the Navy. Yeah, that's exactly right. Top Gun on ships. Be like, what are we doing here? They do they do fly their planes on the ships, though. We've seen mm-hmm. that. Anyway, Quinn Grovey's joining us. We'll get deep thoughts later. Let's talk to Quinn about some football. Quinn, how are you? I'm doing good, man. 2-0. Uh, feeling good about what's going on. and Can't wait to get to that radio booth again to watch this team play. Yeah, I think everybody's excited about getting back into the stadium and watching them again. And, you know, the Bobby Petrino thing I think has been a little overplayed. It's certainly understandable. But the bottom line is you're playing a very good FCS program this weekend. And that's not really my job to focus on that. I want to talk about the football part of it. So um, we've been talking about it for the last couple of days. And I have a ton of respect for Coach. I've seen this team in person the last couple of seasons. But I have to ask you, how serious is the threat of Missouri State, do you think, this weekend? Well, I think if Arkansas has the right mindset and do what they've done the first two games, it shouldn't be a problem. And I think they have great leadership from the coaches. I think they have a team that polices one another. I think they've got all the components in place. I mean, the reason you ask that question is is because you want to know if Arkansas is going to be mature enough to be a top-ten team and handle an FCS team the way that they should. Mm-hmm. And I think the answer is yes. Now, what I will say is Bobby Petrino will dial some stuff up. And he's got a quarterback in Jason Shelley, who is probably the number one rated quarterback in the FCS. Mm-hmm. Uh, passed for over 3,000 yards last year. He had 40 total touchdowns, 30 touchdowns in the air, 10 rushing. Uh, so he can he can make some things happen. They've got a transfer from Kansas State, the running back, Jacardia Wright. Uh, that's very good. And then their, their top receiver is Ty Scott. Uh, he averages 128 yards per game. So I say all that to say that Bobby Petrino, he, overall, he will not have enough players to win this football game. But he can make it interesting early if you don't come in with the right mindset. I don't think that'll be a problem. I say all that to say is I don't want our fans to think that they need to come in lackadaisical as well and just showing. I mean, they, they need to come in and, and help this football team. And we don't – we don't want our players to have a letdown. We don't need our fans to have a letdown. Yeah. And so we need them to come in and, and really help this team go because what you don't want to do is go into the locker room up 21-17 to 17 or right. something like that. Well, you, you don't want to do that. Yeah, you I'll, want to get rid of them early as possible and because, look, they have a few players. they got 21 transfer, 21 FBS transfers. So they've got some guys that have played yeah. on a bigger level. I just don't think that they'll have enough 
but Bobby Petrino has a quarterback that can run it and throw it. You give him that, he can cause you some problems. I mean, we know from having him here that he's going to scheme up some stuff. I mean, Jarius Wright is still running down the middle of the field against Texas A&M. Yeah. Nobody has stopped him yet. And so, uh, you know, when you look at a secondary that is trying to rebuild and, and reheal, he's really going to test them with formations, motions, make sure that they are fundamentally sound and not giving up something big. So uh, the, 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 first, the first quarter is so critical in this game, but I think Arkansas runs away with it because I don't think they'll mess around with it. I think they'll have the right mindset. Yeah, I think they'll literally run away with it. I think they're going to pound it on the ground. And I, I made a comment earlier, and I was mostly being hyperbolic, but I literally think Arkansas could not throw a pass and win this game because I think the run game is going to have so much success this weekend. But we'll see. Uh, I will also tell you, Quinn, and I'm sure you would agree, that I'm glad that this game is at 6 instead of this game being at 11 like last week's was because at least with last week you had the SEC appeal. I think there's plenty of appeal with Bobby coming to town. I think people have enough respect. But I'm glad this game's at 6 instead of uh, instead of an 11 o'clock kick this week. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on this weekend with the Hall of Honor up here on Friday night, and so we get to recognize some some former Razorback greats, and so we can hang out and uh, recoup the next morning and get ready for a six o'clock kick. And I think the fact that it's Bobby Petrino, our fans will be excited about it. Again, I'm I'm still trying to figure out why the student section is talking about how much they want to be involved. I mean, they were like ten when Coach Petrino was here, mm-hmm. or nine, so. Uh, we'll see what happens with all that. Just understand that we are a top ten program, and you want to keep it. You want to keep everything classy. But yep. uh, I, I think our fans will. Uh, when you have a top ten program, and you're trying to continue to move forward, let's treat it like that. Fans show up, players show up. Let's do what we need to do to this football team. And uh, but yeah, look again, there. Look, this is not the normal FCS opponent that. Right. Uh, we would face, and I think that there's a, just a little bit more excitement about it just because of we're facing a former coach. That's probably true. Talking to Quinn Grovey on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, it's all brought to you by Petty Jean Meats. I think Arkansas can win without Slusher or Dominique Johnson, but I would love to see them on the field. What's your expectation for those two? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't I don't know if you'll see Slusher or not. Uh, I, I, you, know, you know, listening to uh, Sam and what he's talked about, I would tend to think he's probably not going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. Dominique, you know, Rocket is Rocket is killing, and so it's one of those things where if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. And you make sure that Dominique comes back 100% healthy uh, from his mindset. So I don't know how much you'll see Dominique as well. I would like to see him uh, get back, but you want him to be healthy because I think when you get him back, now you can do a couple other things that we have not seen. I think you can get into that shotgun split back. Uh, where you can have Rocket and Dominique back there, and then that basically what it comes for KJ becomes a triple option. Uh, and so you can do some things with that. But I think also it would take some carries off of KJ, uh, which I think uh, you, you eventually want to do. But at the end of the day, KJ is going to run the football if, if that's what it means to win the game. And that's where he's at, and that's what he'll continue to do. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see both of them. Uh, but I think you'll be able to win the football game without either one of them. Hey, Quinn, I want to go back to last week's game because uh, we were wanting Arkansas to get off to a better start, and they did. 21-3, to looked good. Um, but for the second week in a row, it was a one-possession game in the third quarter, and for the second week in a row, Arkansas responded. What are you seeing from this team when uh, you know the other team kind of makes a little challenge there in the third quarter? 
Well, I think that that's one of the, the big differences of this football team. Uh, regardless of the situation, you feel like you're still in control. Mm-hmm. And you would like to put teams away early. You want you want to make some things happen where you can get run them out of the building, but that, that doesn't always happen. But the way they've responded the last couple of weeks um, in tight situations has uh, it, been really good. At that, that lets me know that somebody says, I'm going to go make a play. Somebody, I mean, you know, everybody's not wondering who's going to go make a play. Everybody on the defense is thinking, I'm going to go make a play. Everybody's thinking on the offense, if it comes to me, I'm going to make a play. So I think that that's the difference. And, you know, that, that's, that's one of the differences I look at when I think about this football team. I mean, last year we ascended to the top eight really, really fast, went to Georgia, you know, and, and that was a rough, rough day. Hmm. I think that experience that they had last year ascending and then going through that, that, that beatdown with Georgia allowed them to kind of regroup, and I think that's when they really started formulating their mindset and their approach. They went on and went 9-4, and four. and I think this year that's going to help them. They're in the top ten now. Everybody's talking about them, but I don't think they're caught up in that. I think last year they might have been a little bright-eyed, but this year they're 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 in the top ten. But I think they believe they're better, and so they're still hungry. They're still listening, uh, and so I think that this this football team is moving in the right direction. So a couple of other teams that aren't moving in the right direction, including next week's opponent, Texas A&M. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I mean, is that an App State thing, or is that more uh, the fact that A&M's got some significant issues? They got issues. I mean, there's no doubt they got issues, but they got players. And so if, if Jimbo and his staff uh, comes up with some type of scheme that's going to allow those players to be effective, Texas A&M is always going to be a tough out. I mean, they've got players. It's just – they don't have, in my opinion, they need to move away from Haynes King as their quarterback. I'm a Max Johnson fan when I look at those two quarterbacks. I think Max Johnson, the transfer from LSU, is probably a better fit. I hope they keep Haynes King as a quarterback all the way through our game. They can make some decisions after that, but Haynes hmm. King has really struggled at the quarterback position. Um, and, you know, Jimbo is just, I mean, they got so much going on. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to think about A&M, and I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, but they do have talent, and if they can put together a, a game plan, they can always cause you problems week in and week out. Give me your thoughts on uh, LSU-Mississippi State. Mississippi State favored on the road, Death Valley. Don't, yeah. I don't know if we what we know about LSU, honestly. At least we know a little something against Mississippi State, but uh, you like the Bulldogs in this one? Yeah, at the beginning of the season, I, di- I didn't know. Uh, but now I do. I, I, I like them better simply because when I look at matchups, I'll look at QB production. And I know Jalen Daniels had a, had a had a nice nice outing uh, week one or what have you uh, in the second half. But Will Rogers is, is really starting to come on. And Mike Leach is always going to get somebody. And so I just think that Mississippi State's in a better place. Mississippi State has a great defensive front uh, that will cause Daniels some problems. Um, so I'm, I'm rolling with Mississippi State in this thing because I think Mike Mike Leach is a guy that has his team uh, a little bit more assimilated. His quarterback is more assimilated, and I think they'll be better. And it's going to be tough to go into Death Valley, but at the end of the day, Will Rogers, uh, I think he'll get it done. Quinn, there's some great matchups in the SEC this yeah. weekend. you got Auburn hosting a Penn, uh, Penn State. They are hosting Penn State, but a Big Ten team for the first time ever at, at Auburn. Georgia Tech's hosting Ole Miss. Intriguing uh, style matchup there. 
Um, and then, of course, you got uh, – we mentioned the in, the in-conference game. And then Miami going to A&M this weekend. And um, anyway, some good some good matchups this weekend. What do you think about – the Ole Miss one's really confounding to me. I'm not sure what to expect. I've been very impressed by their speed on defense, but, you know, a little bit different kind of matchup with a Georgia Tech team that wants to pound you. Yeah, they, they do want to pound you. And, uh, you know, I watched them in their first game, and they looked pretty good. They were trying to hang in there. But, uh, you, you know, Ole Miss is a team where I, I just – I probably defer and give Lane Kiffin too much credit. Uh, you know, defensively, I you know, I, you never know what they're going to be able to do. But I give offensively Lane Kiffin a whole lot of credit uh, in what he brings to the table. So, I'm always going to side with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively, and think that he's going to put together a plan that's going to be very explosive. But I, I mean, the game that I mean, the, the, for me, the most intriguing game is that A and M Miami game. Yeah, uh, you know, Miami's blowing into town, and A and M cannot afford to lose two in a row. No. They lose two in a row, then they're probably destined to lose three in a row uh, when hmm. we come uh, when we play, we see them in Dallas. But Miami and, and Crystal Ball is he's trying to get that that program moving in the right direction. And they feel very comfortable as well. So we'll see how they handle the situation. We'll find out if, if the U is back, or, and, or we'll find out if, if Texas A&M and Jimbo is in a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. Uh, if, if they lose that game, it's – I, look, I don't know what's going to happen in the state of Texas. You want to get uh, Hornsby some looks this week at quarterback? Is it pretty important to get him uh, some snaps? Who is that? Hornsby. Uh – I don't know. Uh, I, I think that uh, anytime you can get him some snaps, that's great because he's your he's your backup quarterback, um, and you want to get a lot of guys some opportunities. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I would say, I would say that's probably the, uh, a big big component for Sam and, and Kendall trying to get him some some snaps. But at the end of the day, it's really about KJ. It's really about this offense doing what they need to do. And if you can get some guys some additional snaps. And that's great. Uh, I think you'll still continue to see that package with Hornsby in the game because I think that, you know, when I look at the wire receivers and then I look at how the defense coordinator responds when Hornsby is in the game, they know how fast he is. And to me, he's become the coverage dictator. Uh, They know that when he lines up on the outside that they better have a safety over the top uh, because he can run past them, even though he has not done it. They, They know that he can. So, uh, getting him some snaps at the quarterback position to me is critical because he wants to be a quarterback. He doesn't, I mean, I, I don't want to say he, he doesn't want to be a wide receiver, but he will do whatever it takes to uh, to help the team. But getting him some reps at quarterback, and I think getting um, you know Kate Fortin some some snaps mm-hmm. as well at the quarterback position uh, will be really really critical. Quinn lines tonight is four Kansas City at home. Who you like? Uh, I'm going with Kansas City, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think uh, I think uh, you know the Chargers will come in, and that's I, mean, I don't know if they consider it a long flight or not. I, it's in the Midwest, I guess. But uh, I, Patrick Mahomes getting it done. Travis Kelsey is unstoppable. Uh, Kansas City doesn't have a running back in sight. Uh, Austin <laughs> Eckler is struggling as well. Um, so and and Keenan Allen is out. So I'm going with uh, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. And, and him spreading the football around and having a good time. I dig it. Love it. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate Petty Jean Meats. And enjoy the weekend. All right, fellas. Y'all take care. Thanks, Quinn. Appreciate it. Quinn Grovey up in Fayetteville. 
You can catch him on the broadcast on the buzz this weekend.